0: Welcome to Main Menu for June 3rd, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, Brian Hartgen and Sue Martin conclude their look at JTools Version 4. Then, David Woodbridge of Vision Australia tells us about VoiceOver QuickNav on the Mac. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu.
1: Hi, I'm Chase Crispin from the Main Menu production team. I am here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have a device, a program, an accessible game, a website, an accessible appliance, or anything else that you would like to tell the rest of the Main Menu listeners about? If so, you are very welcome and encouraged to submit to Main Menu. To submit to Main Menu, please first email mainmenu at to see if we think your piece would be suitable for Main Menu. Next, please record your piece. Please speak as clearly as possible. If applicable, slow down your software speech. Eliminate any background noise such as other people talking, a TV or a radio that does not need to be on, a loud fan, or any other unnecessary background noise. Please record your piece in as high of a quality as possible. If you need your piece edited but are unable to edit it, please contact one of us on the production team and we would be happy to edit the piece for you. Contact the production team at menu at org. You can also contact the production team by going to mainmenu.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff link. If you have control over how you record, we prefer that you record in WAV or MP3 format at 128 kbps, 44.1 kHz. However, if you are unable to do this, please record in as high of a quality as possible. If you record at another sample or bitrate, or in a different format, we would be happy to take care of the conversion for you. Please email mainmenu at acbradio.org to see how to get the piece to us, and when it will air. We thank you for your continued interest and support in Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show.
2: Let's just very quickly demonstrate the calendar functionality, although that is described in detail elsewhere in another podcast. I'll press Control and Figure 2 from within Microsoft Outlook 2010 to go into the calendar. Move into calendar. Calendar debut. Tuesday 01 February 1230. And I'm getting email already. So here I am on the day. I can press Control Insert D to repeat that. 01 February 2011. And here I am on the 1st of February 2011. Now, do I have appointments for tomorrow? Let's arrow right Wednesday, 02 February, 1, all-day event, 1BH, working from home, recurring, no appointments. Okay, yes, I do. And I can press the tab key to move through the appointment details. Within an all-day event, lasting three days from 31 January to 2 February, BH, working from home, time free, meeting with others,
3: recurring event, item as notes, final item, pressing right arrow, moves to debut. view. A
2: couple of things you'll notice there. First of all, we told you that it was the final item. This was always important, but it's particularly Helpful in Outlook 2010 because if you were to tab on from that point, you would have to tab through a whole load of buttons, quite a number of them actually, until you got back to the calendar of days. So, what we've done here is two things. First of all, we've given you notification that the appointments for this period have concluded. But the second thing is we've given you the ability to press the right arrow key. And what's going to happen is that you're going to go to the next day and be told how many appointments that you have for that day so I'm going to press the right arrow now Thursday zero three February one all day event, one. okay and I'm not going to let you hear that particular event, but certainly we are back in the calendar of days and we're on Thursday. I can of course go back to the appointment that I was on by pressing the left arrow Wednesday zero two February one, all day event, one DH, working from. okay and that's where I was now. Just as a reminder, I can press the tab key.
3: Within an all-day event lasting three days from 31 January to 2 February.
2: We can virtualize that information, place it in the JAWS virtual viewer by pressing insert tab twice quickly. Whereupon, we would also be able to see the notes. Do you remember that JAWS there said that the appointment has notes? So we can easily do that. We can read them in the virtual viewer as well. Let's go back to the inbox by pressing control and figure one. List One of the other things that people have a little bit of difficulty with when using Outlook 2010 is selecting between the different email accounts. So if you have two or more email accounts and you want to send an email from a particular account, it's actually quite difficult using the keyboard to make a selection in the account selection list of items. With JTools, it's simplicity itself. You just compose a new message with Control-N. You then press Alt and M in order to move to the account selection list item. And you then just arrow down to the account that you want. And as you arrow up or down through the different accounts, JAWS through JTools will announce the account that has been selected. You would then move to the two field and complete the rest of the email. Let me tell you briefly about an addition that we've made to the text notes feature. This is the feature that allows you to reproduce phrases or passages of text that you would ordinarily type on a regular basis, except with text notes you don't need to. Now, later on, we're going to get a practical demonstration of using text notes, but I just want to describe briefly the feature that we've introduced here. What you've had to do in the past is to choose a text note from a list and you have been able to press enter on the text note and it would have pasted it into your email document or web form wherever you happen to be. You could also edit the contents of the text note, but you couldn't just view it. And if you'd copied something, maybe a set of instructions, it could be a recipe from a website, for example, and you wanted to follow those instructions, you would have had to have pasted it in somewhere into a text edit environment. Now you can view the text note just by going into the virtual viewer. So you would... Bring up a list of all your text notes by pressing the J Tools key, followed by Control V, V for Virtual Viewer. You would arrow down to the text note that you want to view, press Enter on it, and the text note is displayed in the Virtual Viewer. You can then read it, and if you just want to read part of it, that's okay, because you can press the Escape key at any point to exit out of the virtual viewer and go back to the application you were in prior to activating the text note feature. If then you wanted to resume the reading of the text note or read it again, you can press the J tools key followed by Alt V. And that will bring up the last text note in the virtual viewer that you would have viewed. So what we're doing there is we're bypassing the list of text notes. It's just running the last note that you viewed. Not only that, but it puts you in the place in the virtual viewer where you left off. So if you'd read six lines of the text note, maybe that was the first instruction, and for whatever reason you'd backed out of the virtual viewer environment, you can press the JTools key followed by Alt-V, and that puts you back... Not only in the note that you were viewing, but in the right location as well. When Sue demonstrates various JTools concepts later on, she does a very good job of demonstrating exactly how this feature works. So you'll get a really good idea so that you can use it for yourself. The next thing that I want to demonstrate, though, is one of our new features called shortcuts. You can create a shortcut to a Microsoft Word document, a folder in Windows Explorer, or a web page. So there are three types of shortcuts, document shortcuts, folder shortcuts, and web page shortcuts. With a document shortcut, it enables you to launch a Microsoft Word document from any location. So you don't have to be in Microsoft Word once you've set up the shortcut in order to launch a document. Let's say, for example, you have to regularly access a document template in Microsoft Word for a piece of work that you do on a daily or a weekly basis, you can set up a shortcut to that document and you can easily launch it afterwards. Now you're probably thinking, well, why can't I just create a Windows shortcut to that document and put it on my desktop? You can do that, but this just makes the whole process a lot easier. With a folder shortcut, you can create a link to a folder in Windows Explorer so that you can easily run that in the future. But there is an additional benefit with setting up a folder shortcut, and that is that you can save documents or browse for documents from that folder once it's been set up. Now, this is helpful, particularly if you have problems with browsing to different folders or maybe you are working in an environment where there is a folder that you need to access that's several folders deep buried on a network drive and it's always a problem to find the folder and save the document in there. You don't need to worry about that. There's no tabbing or shift tabbing around. You can easily just get the folder name put into the edit field of the save as dialogue, for example, in Microsoft Word, or to browse for a folder in Microsoft Outlook in the attach file field. Webpage shortcuts, as the name suggests, allows you to load a web page from anywhere. You don't have to have launched the browser of your choice and selected it from the favorites or bookmarks menu. You can just locate the web page shortcut and launch the web page from any application. Don't worry if that's a bit confusing. We will set up all three types of shortcut, show you how they work, and hopefully that will be a benefit to you. So we'll start with a Microsoft Word document shortcut. I've got a document document which gives me tips on how to use the iPhone. So I'm going to create a shortcut to that. I've located the document that I want to create the shortcut to so I'm going to press enter on it
3: iPhone. Compatibility mode, Microsoft Word Print view. Edit.
2: And here I'm in the document I'm going to press the JTools key J tools. then control S. Store shortcut dialog please type the name you would like to use to launch this item in the future edit. Let's have a look in the edit box to see what's here. iPhone. And it says iPhone. It's taken the title of the document, and it's put it in the edit box for me already. So I can either leave that, or I can type something new that's perhaps a bit more descriptive. But that's suitable for me, so I'm just going to press Enter. Shortcut iPhone saved. It's now saved, so I'm going to Alt-F4 out of here, go back to the desktop, desktop and bring up my list of shortcuts by pressing the J Tools key, followed by Control-L. J Tools. List of shortcuts, dialogue, list one, list view, iPhone, documents 101. one. And currently it says iPhone. Then there is a small pause in the speech output. And then it says document. This is useful because you can then differentiate between what is a document shortcut, a folder shortcut, or a web page shortcut. I'm going to press enter on this, though, in order to launch the document. Please wait. Cancel button. IPhone. compatibility mode Microsoft Word print view edit. And here I am back in the Microsoft Word document. Let's leave that shortcut in place for the moment, we'll delete it shortly, but I'll go into a folder that I use on a very regular basis, and that is the JAWS twelve settings ENU folder. Relative to my Windows account, I'm always in here putting files in, deleting files, so I figure it will be very useful to have a shortcut to it. I'm going to locate that folder now by going to the start menu. Start menu. Going to programs. Programs submenu sub menu finding JAWS twelve. JAWS press enter. Explore JAWS E. Enter again. Explore my settings E. Enter again menus enu folder view list. And here I am. Just like the document shortcut, you need to have launched the folder in question that you want to create the shortcut to. And here I am. I am in ENU. So I'm going to press the JTools key followed by Control S. shortcut dialogue. Please type the name you would like to use to launch this item in the future edit. And let's see what's here this time. N-u. It says ENU. Now that's not very descriptive. Select. So I'm going to select that and delete it, and I'm going to type Jaws 12 Local Settings Folder and press Enter.
3: Shortcut JAWS 12 Local Settings Folder Saved.
2: Okay, and now I'm going to exit out of that, go back to the desktop. Desktop for- Let's bring up my list of shortcuts with the J Tools key followed by Control L.
3: J Tools. List of shortcuts. Dialog. List 1. List View. iPhone. documents. 1 of 2. JAWS 12 Local Settings Folder Folder.
2: That said JAWS 12 Local Settings Folder Folder. We could have named that a little better, couldn't we? But uh, anyway, you get the idea. So it's telling us it's a folder shortcut. I'm going to press Enter on that to launch the folder. Please wait. Folder view list view not selected. Personalized
3: settings. One of two hundred fifty-four.
2: And here we are, right in the folder where we want to be. So that's magic. That's going to help a great deal. I'm quite sure of that. Now, there's one other thing, as I say, that we can do with folder shortcuts. Let's uh, just Alt-F4 out of here and head on over to Microsoft Outlook. Outlook. I'm going to create a new message here with Control-N. I'm going to press Alt and Grave Accent to jump to the body of it, because I'm not going to fill in any of the composition fields. I'm going to go into the Attach File dialog by pressing Alt-N. Upper Ribbon, Insert Tab, 206, I. AF, I think, is the shortcut here. Leaving menu bar, edit, file name, edit, alt, plus N. And it's asking me for the file name. This time, because it could take some time to uh, locate the JAWS settings folder, couldn't it? On a Windows XP machine, for example, I think it's in documents and settings, c colon backslash documents and settings, backslash my username, backslash application data, backslash freedom scientific, backslash... JAWS backslash 12.0 backslash settings backslash ENU. Goodness me. <laughs> so I could either type all that in or I could browse, but it's much better to use a shortcut to get there. So we'll press the JTools key followed by a control P for path because that's what we're going to type in.
3: JTools, list of shortcuts to reproduce dialogue. List one, list two iPhone, document one of two. Okay, I
2: want to arrow down. JAWS 12 local settings folder. folder. That's what I want. So I'm going to press enter. Alt N. file name edit. And let's just do a say line here to see what's here. File name edit see documents and settings Ryan.archin application data freedom scientific jaws 12 settings Enu. That sounds good to me. Let's press enter. And now shift tab. Insert file dialogue, folder view, list view, not selected, personalized setting. And here I am browsing that particular folder. So <laughs> it can be done in a snap. It's just so easy to manage that. Let's complete the picture. Edit. By going to the T and T Consultancy Limited website, run dialog. I'm just typing the URL Best into pod. the run dialog right now. Connecting. Two percent. Dot, dot, Page has 10 headings and 24 links. I'm on the page. Welcome to TNT Consultancy Limited. And I'm going to create a shortcut, a web page shortcut, because this is a site, of course, I view on a regular basis. So I press the J Tools key. J Tools. Followed by Control S. Store shortcut dialog. Okay, so let's have a look at what the title is here. Welcome to TNT Consultancy Limited. Not, again, particularly descriptive, but it's the page title. So I'm going to change that to, to TNT. Uh, TNT site. Okay, that will be fine. Press enter.
3: Shortcut, site save.
2: Let's close the page down. Go back to the desktop. Desktop folder. Uh, go back to our shortcuts list. J tools key, J-tools. control L, list of shortcuts dialog. And now let's see what we've got. I, document 1 of 3. Arrow down. Jaws 12 local settings folder folder.
3: TMT site Web page.
2: That's the one I want. And of course, if I wanted to locate that rapidly, I could just hit T to get there. Press enter.
3: Please wait. Please preview 100%. Page has 10 headings and 24 links.
2: And here I am on the web page. So those are shortcuts. You can see how useful they could be. Let's just delete at least one of them. Let's go back to one of these lists, the JTools key, J-tools. followed by Control-L. List of shortcuts, dialog. List one, list view, iPhone, documents one of three. And we'll delete the second one. JAWS 12 local settings folder. Folder. JAWS 12 local settings folder. Press the J Tools key. J-tools. Then delete. Shortcut deleted. Welcome to TNT Consultancy Limited. And now let's go back into the list, because we've dropped out of it. JTools. List of shortcuts. Dialogue. List one. List two. iPhone. Document one of two. And now we've only got two. TNT site. Web page. In a similar vein, the last feature that I would like to demonstrate is JTools contacts. Have you ever been in a situation, I'm sure you have, where you have wanted to send an email to somebody, and you've not opened Microsoft Outlook, you're in Microsoft Word, for example, or you're working away on a spreadsheet, and you just feel that you need to write to somebody very quickly. This is where JTools contacts come into play. If you associate an email address with a JTools contact, you can send an email to somebody from within any application. If you really wanted to, you can also reproduce the contact name in any of the email composition fields. JTools is intelligent enough to work out where you are and exactly what you'd want to do with the contact in question. So how does this work? Well, we need to get an email address on the clipboard. You can either do this by going into Notepad and writing it out, selecting and copying it, or you could, of course, get it from your Outlook Contacts if you wanted to. Let me go over to Microsoft Untitled Outlook. Message, plain text, edit. Let's go into my list of contacts by pressing Control and Figure 3. List and I'll find Terry Clasper. Clasper, Terry, Terry Clasper. He's our Managing Director. I'm going to press Enter on this contact. Full name, dot, dot, edit. Terry I'm going to bring up the list of fields available from the Contacts dialog rather than tabbing all the way through by pressing Alt-M. Jaws dialogue. that's a JAWS function. I'm going to press E for email. email dot, 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 dot. And here it is. I'm going to press enter on that. Now, here I am in the email field, and the text is, I think, selected. Let's just press the JAWS keystroke, shift, insert, down arrow to verify. Selection is yes, it is. Okay, so now I'm going to copy that to the clipboard by pressing CTRL-C and the job is done. Let's verify what is on the clipboard by pressing the J Tools key followed by X. J Tools, Okay, it is there. If I wanted to clear the clipboard, by the way, at any stage, I can press the J Tools key followed by Z. Let's escape and we will set about creating a contact for Terry. We'll press the J Tools key followed by Alt-S this time. Store contact dialog. Please type the name you would like to use for the contact edit. If there wasn't an email address on the clipboard, it would tell you that there wasn't one and to go ahead and sort it out. (laughs) So I'm going to type Terry Clasper in the edit field because that's what I want to refer to the contact as. I'll press enter. Terry Clasper contact saved. Right. Now, let's focus on Microsoft Word. Run dialog. Let's go to the run dialog and we'll type... Winword.exe is a blank document, and I want to send an email to Terry. I don't have to have Outlook open right now. I'm going to press the J Tools key, J tools. followed by Alt L for list of contacts. List of contacts dialog. List one. List view. Terry Clasper, one one. And here I have Terry Clasper. I'm going to press Enter on that. Please wait. Print view. Edit. Subject. Edit. Alt plus view. And here I am in the subject field of the email message. I'm going to press Alt three which is a JAWS keystroke to read the contents of the to field to me. So I'm now ready to type the subject of the email. But let's say, for example, that we had another contact for somebody else and we wanted to copy them into the message. I can shift tab back to the CC field. And I could bring up my contacts. JTools. List of contacts dialogue list1 list two ferry one list Clasper, one, of one. I know we've only got one in here at the moment, but that was the JTools key followed by Alt L. I can now press enter on this. Please wait, fairyclasper, And that email address was pasted into the CC field because it knows we're in the CC field of Microsoft Outlook. So it knows exactly how to behave with that contact in this environment. We can then tab over to the subject field or we could press Alt U. Subject edit, and type the subject. Tab to the body field, and just compose a message. So it's very easy to make use of JTools contacts, and of course the procedure for deleting them is the same. You would press the JTools key followed by Alt L to get into the list, then the JTools key followed by Delete to delete the item that you wanted. Now, Sue Martin from the Department of Veterans Affairs in the U.S. is going to demonstrate some of the essential concepts of using JTools.
4: Hi, I'm going to demonstrate some features of JTools. Some of the features are new and some of them have been around for a while. The task I'm going to do is I'm going to open a web page, grab text from two different places on the page and use those pieces of text to create a text note. Finally, I'm going to bring that text note up in the virtual viewer and show you how that new feature works. The first thing I'm going to do is launch the page, and this is a new feature. It's called Shortcuts. You can store shortcuts to web pages, folders on your computer, or Microsoft Word documents. I've already stored the shortcut to this web page, so I'm going to open the page using that shortcut.
3: J-tool. List of shortcuts, dialog, list one, list view, print and creation, web page, one one.
4: And you'll notice it said web page, so it lets you know whether it's a web page, a folder, or a document. So I'm going to hit enter.
3: Enter, folder view, list view. 12 frames, 2 landmarks, 37 headings and 305 links, bookmarks.
4: Okay, JTools told me that there's a bookmark on this page, and I've already set that bookmark at the beginning of the text that I want to select. So I'm going to move to that bookmark.
3: JTools. Heading to choose your song and edit it.
4: Okay, I'm going to begin the selection there.
3: J Tools, begin selection.
4: And I'm going to move to the bottom of the text that I want to select. I'm not going to read all of this out.
3: Separator, plant. The first part of the process is more or less the fit. get in plant. Select options from the menu on the top. For instance, plant. Now in the advanced iTunes menu, select plant. You will now see a second for the song, plant. Separator, plant.
4: Okay, that's the first part of the text that I want to select. I'll end the selection.
3: J Tools, end selection.
4: And I'll turn that into JClip One.
3: JTools, JClip One copies.
4: Then I'm going to continue to move down the page.
3: Separator blank. Heading two converting the file for Mac users.
4: I don't have a Mac, so I'm going to move to the next heading level two.
3: Converting the file for PC users. Heading two.
4: That's what I want. So I'll, again, I'll start selection.
3: JTools, begin selection.
4: Move down to the bottom of the text that I want to select.
3: Separator. Land. PC users will do this last. Settings and then plant. You need to change the file. You need to add file type. Land. Once it's changed, land. Separator. Land.
4: OK, end selection.
3: JTools. End
4: selection. And I'll turn this into JClip2.
3: JTools. JClip2 copies.
4: So now I have two temporary JClips with the information that I want. And then I close the web page.
3: Hold F4. Desktop.
4: Now, you can do this next part in any edit environment. I'm going to do it in Notepad.
3: Windows R, run dialog. Autism, enter. enter, untitled, Notepad, edit.
4: First, I'll paste in JClip 1.
3: JTools, JClip 1, pasted. Enter.
4: And then I'll paste in JClip 2.
3: JTools, JClip 2, paste it.
4: Now, go to the top.
3: Top, choose your song and edit it.
4: Okay, so that was the beginning. I'm going to select everything.
3: Selected, 1758
4: carry. Copy it to the clipboard. Copy and turn it into a text note.
3: J store text note dialog. Please enter the name you would like to reproduce the text in the use edit.
4: I'll call it um, creating ringtones.
3: Creating ringtones, text note created,
4: ringtones saved, edit. Now I have that created as a text note, so I don't need this notepad document anymore. I'm going to close it and not save the changes.
3: 4 notepad dialog, desktop.
4: Now that I have my text note saved with instructions on how to turn a song into a ringtone with iTunes. I'm going to go ahead and show you how bringing text notes into the virtual viewer works and I'll actually follow the instructions and create a ringtone out of a song. I'm focused right now in my iTunes library. I have only one song in there for purposes of demonstration.
3: Hedwig's theme one.
4: Hedwig's theme. I'm a Harry Potter fan. So I'm going to bring the instructions into the Virtual Viewer with J Tools key followed by V.
3: J Tools. Music. List of text notes dialog. List view. created reasons. One of one.
4: That's the one. I'm going to hit enter.
3: Enter. Choose your song and edit it. The first part of the process it is...
4: Okay. And I'm just going to read a title so you can see that I'm actually in the Virtual Viewer. Virtual Viewer. Virtual Viewer. Okay.
3: Land. Choose your song and edit it. Land. The first part of the process is more or less the same for both Mac and Windows users. Land. In iTunes, select the song you want to use. Right click on the track. and hit get Info.
4: Okay, so choose the song, right-click, and Get Info. I'm going to press Escape to dismiss the virtual viewer with my instructions.
3: Escape. Theme one to one.
4: I'm going to right-click
3: Applications, context,
4: get info.
3: and Get Info.
4: Now, I bring the text note back into the virtual viewer, but I'm going to do it differently this time because I want it to bring the text note into the virtual viewer but place me on the line that I was on when I dismissed it. So JTools key, J and Alt-V.
3: Land. Land, select options from the menu on the top that change the stop time of the off to 30 seconds.
4: Okay, that's the next bit Land. of the instructions. I'll press escape.
3: Escape, summary tab, info tab, video tab. sorting tab, options tab.
4: Options tab, that's where it told me to go. Tab.
3: Volume adjust tab, equalizer preset, Com tab, media kind, combo box, music, one tab, rating, edit tab start time check box not checked tab edit zero o'clock tab stop time check box not checked
4: okay so it told me to check that box Space checked. and set it for tab edit 454.4 so 0, zero 30. colon 30 30 edit 0 30. okay
3: enter itunes music list view network feed 1 1
4: and let's see what the next bit of the Jane instructions pool. say
3: Link. Link. now in the advanced itunes menu select create a version okay Link.
4: dismiss the virtual viewer
3: escape one to one. Create version.
4: That's what it told me to do, so I'm going to press enter.
3: enter menus music list new theme one one. Theme.
4: That sound means that it's done making the version. And let's get the instructions back.
3: You will now see a second version of the song. Be sure to go back into the original song's editful options and delete your stop time setting, or else the song won't play past this point in the future.
4: Okay, I'll do that later.
3: Leng. Converting the file for PC users. Land, land. PC users will do this last part a little differently. Once you've got the yacht version of the song, you need to find it on your computer unless your default. Settings have been changed. It's likely you can find it by clicking through the following folders. My documents, my music, iTunes, iTunes media, music. And then the relevant artists folder. Land.
4: Okay, so basically what it wants me to do is go find the file.
3: Land, land. You need to change the file extension from .m4 to .m4r by clicking on it and over typing.
4: So I need to find the file in Windows Explorer and rename it, and specifically rename the extension. So I'm going to dismiss the virtual viewer.
3: Escape. Edwix theme 2 2. Edwix theme.
4: And now that's 1 of 2, so that's the one that was just created. iTunes has a keystroke to view the song in Windows Explorer, so I don't have to go navigating through all those folders, and the keystroke is Control shift r
3: Control-Shift-R, Unknown album, folder view, list view, Hedwig's 4 two
4: That's the one, and it wanted me to change the extension to M4R. So I'm going to press F2.
3: F2, edit Hedwig's Theme A R, edit Hedwig's Theme.M4R.
4: Hedwig's M theme. 4 r okay. Enter
3: rename dialog. If you change a file name extension, the file may become unusable. Are you sure you want to change it? Yes button. So i will change folder it. folder view, 4 r
4: Now to make things easy for me, I'm just going to copy this file and plunk it on my desktop.
3: Copied. Windows M. Desktop. Folder view. List view. Not selected. My network places. 3 of 19. Paste it. 4 r
4: Okay. And we'll go back to iTunes. iTunes.
3: iTunes. Music list view. Edwix theme. One of two. Jtools. You need to change the file extension from .m4 to .m4r by clicking on it and over typing. Link. Once it's changed, you need to import the rename file back into iTunes through the add to library option in the file menu.
4: Okay. And that's the last bit Escape. of what I need to do. So. I'll hit Control-O. O. Control at the
3: add to library dialog, five, shift, tab, list view, not selected, zero, five, Fox, The Phoenix, Harry Potter, and the Chamber of C, look in, combo box, my music, for of- list view, not selected, my documents, one of 18, page, edwix, dot, M4R.
4: And there it is, so I'm going to hit Enter. Enter.
3: <coughs> iTunes, music, list view, edwix, of- Now,
4: just to verify that it's done, I'm going to go to my source list.
3: F6, sources, preview, music, what, movies, TV, shop, books, apps, ringtones.
4: There's ringtones.
3: F6, button search, ringtones, edit. F6, Great. that list new, not selected, Edwix theme, type Edwick theme, time 030.
4: And there's my newly created ringtone. Enter. I'm going to demonstrate the use of JClips to make a task that used to take me about a half an hour to perform, about five minutes. In my job, when we have a new developer, who is going to be submitting materials to us for 508 certification? That person has to be given a seat and a license in the Accessibility Management Platform, or AMP, which is where we track and certify all of the materials that we test as being 508 compliant. So, first, I'm going to bring up a sample submission form, save five bits of information as JCLIPS. And then go into the accessibility management platform and use those JClips to give the user a seat and a license. First, I'm going to open the submission form and I've saved it with the new JTools shortcuts feature. So I'm going to bring up a list of my shortcuts
3: JTools, list of shortcuts dialog, list one, list view, and web page one of two, as submission form document.
4: OK, it tells me it's a document, which is convenient, so I'm going to hit enter.
3: enter. Submission mode Microsoft Word document.
4: I'm going to turn on navigation quick keys. Quick keys on. And go to the table.
3: Table one, not the uniform table. Column one, row one, blank.
4: I'm going to move down.
3: Course title exactly as it will appear at the LMS.
4: LMS stands for learning management system. I'm going to hit tab to get the course title.
3: Tab so this empty empty training program selected.
4: Told me that it was selected, so I'm turning that into J clip one.
3: J jclip J clip one copies.
4: All I did was press the JTools key followed by F1. I'm going to go back to the first column.
3: Course title exactly as it will appear in the LMS, call date, project manager name, row four.
4: Okay, project manager name.
3: Sue Martin, call two. Sue selected.
4: Turn first name into JCLIP2.
3: JTools. JCLIP2 copies. M. Martin selected.
4: Last name into JCLIP3.
3: JTools. JCLIP3 copies. Project manager email row five. Tap Sue.Martin at AndyDandy.com. Selected. Turn
4: that into JClip4.
3: JTools. JClip4 copies. Project Manager. E- Project Manager Phone. Row 6. Tap 205.448.3489. Selected.
4: That's selected. I'll turn it into JClip5.
3: JTools. JClip5 copies.
4: Now I'm done with this document, so I'm going to close it. Alt F4. Go back to my list of shortcuts.
3: JTools. List of shortcuts dialog. List 1, list view and web page 1 of 2.
4: Open the Accessibility Management Platform, or AMP.
3: Enter. Please wait. AMP Accessibility Dashboard Windows Internet Explorer. One landmark, six headings, and 43 links. Bookmarks.
4: Okay, there are bookmarks on this page, so I'll go first to bookmark one.
3: JTools. Organization tab.
4: And I'm going to do Organization Administration, so I'm going to hit enter.
3: Enter. Amp Organization, Veterans Health Administration. One landmark, three headings and 447 links, bookmarks.
4: Go to my next bookmark.
3: Tools. Seats tab. Go to seats. Ever Amp Veterans Health Administration. Veterans Health Administration, heading one, one landmark, two headings and 314 links, bookmarks.
4: And finally, my third bookmark is set on the link for creating a seat. Tools.
3: Create seat. Create seat.
4: There we Enter.
3: go. Enter. Amat User Veterans Health Administration. One landmark. Two edits and thirty-five links. Footmarks.
4: Okay. Now I'm going to find the first edit field.
3: First name star required.
4: Go into forms mode. Enter. And paste in JClip two.
3: JTools. JClip two pasted. First name star required two.
4: Okay. There's my first name.
3: Tap last name star required.
4: And I'll paste JClip three.
3: JTools. JClip three pasted. Last name star required Martin. Okay. Tap, email star required.
4: J clip 4.
3: J tools. J clip 4 pasted. Email star required 2.martin at com. Tap, password minimum 6 characters, star password edit. Star star star, tap, confirm star, star star star, tap, phone star required.
4: And J clip 5.
3: J tools. J clip 5 pasted. Phone star required 205.448.3489.
4: Using JClips, I collected all the information I needed from the submission form document, closed the document, went into the accessibility management platform, and pasted in my JClips in all of the appropriate places. Never had to switch back and forth, very, very slick. Now, continuing, as long as I have those JClips established, the other thing that I have to do when I have a new user. For the Accessibility Management Platform is send the new user an email of introduction along with an explanation of what the Accessibility Management Platform is and what it does, and I also attach to this message a document that outlines our process for developers.
3: Attachment section 508 of your course
4: I am on this email template. I'm going to open it up. Jclip4 was the email address, so i just um, paste that in.
3: J-tools. Pasted. Edit soon, dot, Martin, at,
4: okay, then I'm going to tab into the body of the email.:
3: tap, CC, dot, dot, tap, subject Section. Tab. attached edit. Lead, Hello name.
4: Okay. So i going to uh, start selection there.
3: JTools, begin selection, N-A-M-E, greater, comma.
4: End selection. JTools,
3: end selection, name selected,
4: comma. And then I'm going to paste in the first name followed by the last name.
3: JTools, flip 2 pasted, space, JTools, flip 3 pasted, hello Sue Martin.
4: Okay, then I'm going to go down.
3: Blank, I have just set up your user account in the accessibility management platform, app. this is the system in which you can track the progress of your course. Entitled course, as it moves through the process of Section 508 certification.
4: Okay, so I'm going to paste in the course name where I have a placeholder. Comma. Less. Start
3: selection. J Tools. Begin selection. C O U R S E. Craider. Comma.
4: End selection.
3: J Tools. End selection. Course selected. Comma. That.
4: And paste in JClip 1.
3: J Tools. J Clip 1 pasted. Entitled Suze Anti anti Trading Program. Has it moved through the process of Section 508 certification? You should receive a separate email with log on.
4: And then I would just send that message, and that's all there is to it. I'm going to demonstrate the JTools table mode. In my job as a Section 508 analyst for the Department of Veterans Affairs, I manage the testing and certification of e-learning content used by the Department of Veterans Affairs in the learning management system. Part of this job involves assigning and unassigning courses to 13 testers who work for me. The environment where I do this management is a non-uniform table on a web page. The table consists of, primarily, it's nine columns of one row that I have to interact with the most. What I need to do is locate the course that I wanna, in this case, remove from a learning plan. That's in the second column. Then go all the way to the end and put a check in a box indicating that I wanna remove that course and then go all the way back to the first column and continue down the table in that manner. So here I am in this table, and table mode is not on. So I'm going to do it first without table mode and then with table mode.
3: Table with nine columns and 56 rows.
4: Okay, so I'm going to hit down arrow. Item. Okay, there's item. Now I'm going to hold down Control and Alt and hit down arrow.
3: Okay,
4: that's the course ID. Control-Alt-Right-Arrow will give me the course title.
3: Title, new features for end users in Microsoft Office 2007, column 2.
4: Now, I want to go to the last column in this row that has nine columns and check a box. So it's going to be Control-Alt-Right-Arrow seven times.
3: Add user, Sue W. Martin, column 3. Learning information, red, date, column 4. Learning information, graphic select date, column 5. Learning information, edit, blank, column 6. Learning information, assign, type, column 7. Learning information, combo box, blank, column 8. Not checked, column 9.
4: Okay. Finally, there's that checkbox, so I'm going to check the box.
3: Space NFD787923M14/.
4: Then I'm going to Control Alt Left Arrow eight times to get back to the first column.
3: Learning information combo box blank column learning information assign type column learning information edits blank learning information graphics select date column learning information red date column four add users, Sue W Martin column title new features for end users in my item NFD787923M. 7879231... Okay.
4: Now I'm going to move down to the next course, so I'm going to hold down Control and Alt again and hit Down Arrow.
3: Blank Row 3, plant Row 4, Blank Row 5, plant Row 6, NFBD 788943 four slash.
4: okay there's the next item number. Control-Alt-Right Arrow to get the item title.
3: Title, working with text and paragraphs in Word 2007, column 2. OK,
4: now I'm going to Control-Alt-Right Arrow all the way to the end of the row.
3: Add user, Sue W. Martin, column learning information, red date, column 4, learning information, graphic select date, column 5, learning information, edit, plant column 6, learning information, assign, type, column 7, learning information, combo box, plant column 8, not column 9.
4: Finally, there's that checkbox, so I'll check it. Space, then Control alt left arrow until I get back to the first
3: column. That's
4: with native JAWS table navigation keys. Now I'm going to turn on Table Mode and show you how JTools Table Mode can make life a lot easier.
3: Table mode
4: on. With table mode on, I don't have to hold down Control and Alt to move row by row. I can just hit Down Arrow.
3: Row eight. Black row nine. row 10. row 11
4: There's the next item number, and I'm simply going to hit Right Arrow. No modifier keys.
3: Title, structure, and editing, saving, and Documents in Word 2007, column two.
4: Okay, that's the item title. I know I want to get to the last column. And this time, I'm just going to hit the end key by itself, one time.
3: End of row, not checked.
4: I'm going to check the box.
3: Space, FED red one four 14 slash 9 slash 2009 237 PM EST
4: checked. Now, I'm going to go back to the first column by hitting the home key by itself.
3: Beginning of row, FED red one four 14 slash 9 slash 2009 237
4: and then down arrow.
3: Plant row thirteen. Plant row fourteen. Plant row fifteen. Plant row 16 Next
4: item number. I'm gonna hit right arrow by itself.
3: Title: Advanced formatted in Word 2007, column two. Add user: W Martin, column three.
4: Oh yes. So I want to go to the end of the row by hitting just the end key.
3: End the row. Okay.
4: And I'll check the box. 14 Then I'll hit the home key by itself.
3: Beginning of row. ED7794915. all the way
4: back. To the beginning of this row with nine columns and move down.
3: Plant row eighteen. Plant for Plant rows. Plant rows. Edmda539181.
4: There's the item number.
3: Title: Using tables, charts, and graphs in 2007, column two.
4: Item title. I'll hit the end key.
3: End the row. Object. Space. Edmda5391814/28.
4: And with the simple home key, go back to the beginning of the row.
3: Beginning the row. Edmda5391814/28/2007
4: Pretty slick.
2: Sue Martin, who did a fabulous job there of demonstrating some of the JTools features, what I was particularly impressed with there was the way that she was demonstrating the table mode feature within JTools. And the reason for that is because that is how a lot of browser-based applications are constructed these days. We see a lot of them when we assess applications for use by access technologies at TNT Consultancy. We're often visiting different organizations, and they have these browser-based applications, and they have tables just like the one that Sue was demonstrating. And there is a checkbox at the end of each row, and you have to check or uncheck a particular checkbox. And JTools will just be so useful in that kind of environment and in lots of others too. So that is JTools version 4. Because there are a lot of new features in the product, this is a chargeable upgrade. It's the first time that we've ever charged for a J-Tools upgrade. Um, if you've had versions 1 through to 3, or 3.1 in fact, you've been able to download them free of charge as and when they've become available. This is a chargeable upgrade. It's £25 in the UK for an upgrade. The full cost of J-Tools is £45. If you live in North America or Canada, you can go to the NGT website, Next Generation Technologies, www.ngtvoice.com and you'll be able to view the pricing of JTools in American dollars together with the upgrade. As I say, I'm Brian Hartgen from TNT Consultancy and I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast demonstrating the new features in particular of JTools version 4. Hey,
4: hey.
0: The following program was produced by Vision Australia. Visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org.
2: Vision Australia, blindness and low vision services.
5: In this demonstration, I want to take you through what it's like to use the QuickNav function using the cursor keys on VoiceOver on the Apple Mac. Of course the QuickNav function is also available on your Bluetooth keyboard when you want to use it with one of the iOS devices such as the iPhone, iPad or iPod touch. And basically the way to turn QuickNav on and off is to press the left and right arrow keys. But before I get to that let me just jump to my desktop since my MacBook's turned on and voiceover is running. So I'm going to press Shift Control Option D to jump to the desktop
6: desktop time machine backups selected volume
5: and let's turn quick nav on by pressing left and right together
6: quick nav on
5: so quick nav is now on ready to go and of course it's a toggle so if I press it again
6: quick nav off
5: it turns it off so on again with left and right
6: quick nav on
5: and let's jump to the dock by doing Control option D for dock
6: time dock system preferences running 10 of 66
5: now basically What happens now is that if i just press the left arrow key
6: time machine nine of 66 left again i eight of 66.
5: i'm moving to the previous item on the dock normally that would be control option left arrow i press the right arrow key
6: time machine nine of 66 right again system preferences running 10 of 66.
5: again with that quick nerve running that would be control option right arrow so let me jump to Text edit. In order for me to show you a few things to do with the quick nav functionality, so I'm just going to type in T E, since I've got text edit on my dock to quickly jump to it.
6: Text edit running. 60 of 66.
5: And it's up and down to select the item, rather than pressing Control Option Spacebar.
6: Text edit window untitled. Edit text.
5: To interact with the item, in this case the edit area, it's down and right arrow.
6: Interact with edit text blank.
5: Now normally that would have been shift control option down arrow so let's type in a few words such as this is the test
6: t a i s space this i s space a space t e s t period test period
5: okay two new lines
6: new line new line
5: and this is the end
6: t h s space this i s space is th space the period and period
5: Let's jump to the top of the area with shift control option home. This. Now we've already discovered that using the left and right arrow keys moves you backwards and forwards item by item in this case in the document as if you're pressing control option right arrow to go to the next. Control option left arrow to go to previous. In this case it would be word by word. So if I do that now, right arrow.
6: This is a test. Okay, left arrow to go back. Test. A is this.
5: Now if I wanted to actually move by a smaller increment, in this case character, I can use the rotor command. And those of you use, that use the trackpad on the Macbook or the Magic trackpad or indeed the iOS devices will be very used to what the rotor does in applications and what the web rotor does in browsers. So the rotor in this case, because it's still an application, is up and right. characters. Got characters up and right again words words up and right again navigation and up and right again characters back to characters and we could have pressed up and left to cycle through the other way counterclockwise so then I've got my characters selected my up and down arrow keys then move by that unit so pressing down will now move to the next element in this case character so I'll do that now down arrow
6: T H I S space
5: Okay. and up arrow to move to the previous Element in this case character so up arrow space s i h t. For the move by word we do up and right to get to words. Words. Now down arrow.
6: This is a test.
5: And up arrow. Okay. Back.
6: Test. A is this.
5: And of course navigation is up and right.
6: Navigation.
5: And down arrow.
6: This is a test. New line. This is the end.
5: Okay. Up arrow.
6: New line. This is a test.
5: So basically. To cover the character and navigation movement. Normally to go forward character by character in voiceover is shift control option right arrow. To go to the previous character it's shift control option left arrow. Navigation up and down is control option down arrow or control option up arrow. So as you can tell you can really eliminate quite a few keystrokes. To uninteract with the edit area. We press down and left. Stop interacting with edit text. And normally the underact command would be shift control option up arrow. So let's do command Q to quit out of text edit.
6: Quit text edit. Interact with alert dialog. Right do you want to, to, get to save the, the changes don't save. you made? Your change. Don't save. Cancel Whoops, button. Gone
5: past it. Back to the left.
6: Don't save button. And up
5: and down. press. To select
6: it. Finder. Desktop. Time machine backups selected volume
5: go back to my desktop now i want to show you what you can do with the web writer when you're in a web page so let's go to the dock with control option d
6: time dock text edit 60 of 66
5: and i'm going to type in sa to jump to safari
6: safari running three of 66 and it's already running
5: i'm going to select it by doing up and down together
6: press safari running three of 66 safari window apple start
5: shut it with the control key and we'll do command L to load
6: open location page type in w, 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 w. W. w period vision Australia is on HTML content vision Australia blindness and low vision services
5: shut it with the control key now if we come back to our rotor now because we're now in Safari it's now called the web rotor so I press up and right
6: headers. Headers. Links. Links. Auto web spots. Auto web spots. Form controls. Form controls. Web spots.
5: Web spots. Visited links. Visited links.
6: Non-visited links. Non-visited links. links, Tables. Tables. Frames. Frames. frames, Images. Images. headers,
5: And back to headers. So again we move with the up and down to move by elements. So to move by header in this case I press the down arrow.
6: Heading level one. Welcome to Vision Australia. Down again. Heading level two. Call for art with heart.
5: And to move back by header up arrow
6: heading level one welcome to vision australia
5: and there's no more headings to move back to after that one and normally that would be control option command h to move forward by header shift control option command h to move to the previous header let's do up and right to go to link links arrow.
6: full story link full story link vision australia christmas appeal 2010 link
5: and to move to the previous link up arrow
6: full story link Full story link.
5: And of course that would be to move forward link by link, control option command L and to move to the previous link, shift control option command L. And the only one other on this web browser that I use all the time is form control. So let's press up and right to get to form control.
6: Auto web spots, form controls.
5: Now if I press the arrow key. There's none there, so I press the up arrow key.
6: Go. Button. Go button. Up again. Search edit text
5: is my search area to search for items on the Vision Australia website. And again, for voiceover, general command would be Control-Option-Command-J to jump to the next element on the page. Shift-Control-Option-Command-J to jump to the previous form element on the page. So let me close down Safari with Command-Q.
6: Finder, desktop, time machine backups, selected volume.
5: Now, I just want to show you something that you may come across when you're using the keyboard help to explore the different commands that QuickNav gives you. So let's go into keyboard help with control option K.
6: Starting keyboard help. Type keys to hear their names. Hold down the voiceover keys while typing to hear voiceover commands. Press the escape key at the top left corner of the keyboard to stop help.
5: Now the first thing you might want to do is just press the left and right arrow keys together. And this is actually what happens if you do that when you've already got quick nav running. So I'm pressing that now.
6: Left and right, QuickNav on, toggles QuickNav.
5: And what it's actually done is turn quick nav off. Because if I press the left arrow key, left arrow. It just says the normal function of the left arrow key, which is left arrow. If I press left and right again,
6: left and right, QuickNav on, toggles QuickNav.
5: QuickNav is now back on. So if I now press the left arrow key,
6: left, move left, moves the voiceover cursor
5: left it actually reads out the quicknav function for that key. So just be aware of that particular quirk when you're using the keyboard help mode for voiceover. So let's come out of keyboard help by pressing the escape key.
6: Escape, stopping keyboard help.
5: And that concludes this demonstration of quicknav. Remember that you can always turn quicknav off by pressing the left and right arrow keys together.
6: Quicknav off.
5: And it's now off. So I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration of the quicknav function using voiceover. If you've got any other questions in relation to Apple Accessibility, please contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now.
2: Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services.
0: The preceding program was produced by Vision Australia. Visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.